This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back for another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am Lance Descott. I hope everybody is doing well. We've had an exciting week of NHL hockey. The first couple weeks have gone pretty well. A lot of great teams, a lot of players having some great, great accomplishments, including uh, Alex Ovechkin, nine goals. Just amazing. Just amazing. Now, I know people are going to say, oh, he's on pace to score 145 goals or 150 goals. Guys, it ain't going to happen. He may be the first guy in a long time to reach 60, but he's playing very, very, very well for his team. Former Blue, TJ Oshie's playing well. Uh, I mean, just uh, McDonough's playing well for uh, the Rangers. Uh, Just a lot of guys playing well. Some teams that a lot of people picked to be Stanley Cup contenders aren't doing so well, including the Nashville Predators. A lot of people had them... uh, Really uh, up to be one of the favorites, which, you know, I understand that they got to the finals last year, but, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of things that fell into place for them to get to the finals. Uh, they were the eighth place team in the playoffs and not saying they weren't a, a very good team, but they snuck into the playoffs and played well to get to the finals. I'm not taking anything away from them, but I was one of the few that didn't expect a lot out of them this year. Might they make the playoffs? Yeah, I think they're going to make the playoffs possibly. But I don't think they're going to have as near a success uh, losing some players in the offseason. And uh, everybody's a year older. For the young players, it could be good because they get a year uh, more mature. For the old guys, going from 32 to 33 is a lot harder than going from 26 to 27. Trust me, I'm much older than 32 or 33. And even just in everyday life, it's much harder to get up and get going at 32 to 33 than it was at 26, 27. Uh, the Blues are coming off uh, – bad loss against the Panthers. Uh, Luongo really kept them guessing and, uh, you know, they couldn't really put a lot past him. Uh, we all know that Vince Dunn got his first goal, which was very nice to see the blues lost that game five to two. I don't think Jake Allen played bad. Did he play great? No, but I don't think he played bad. I think he played good, but not great. And, uh, if I have a goalie that plays good and most games, great, I'll settle for that. After that game, I got all kinds of emails from people. Lance, you know, do you think they ought to go to Carter Hutton? He looked great against the Rangers. You got to understand something, guys. Jake Allen is the number one. And they're going to ride him until he really fails. Now, if he loses four or five games in a row and gives up, I don't know, five goals a game, you may see Carter Hutton play a couple to give him a rest. But I, I don't see that happening with Jake. I just don't. Um, the, like I said, the other night he allowed some goals in Florida, but, uh, Hey, not all of them were his fault. The team, a lot, a lot of guys in front of the net. When you do that, you're going to pay for that. But, uh, I thought Jake played well in that game going into this game. We're hoping for a better, uh, outcome. This first period would just be crazy. The blues would put pressure on Vasilevsky and of course, uh, Stamkos and Kucherov would put pressure on Allen, but Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky had to make a great save about midway through the first period to keep this game zero to zero. 
Tarasenko fires across, quick play in front. Vasilevsky, a save on Stasty, and a puck cleared down the ice by point. Great save by Vasilevsky. Just an excellent save against Stasny. Stasny had a great opportunity. And, you know, at this point, I, I think the Blues are getting some offense. They're getting some good chances, but they're not pushing really, really hard. They're not. It seems like they'll get a chance and the puck's out. They'll get a chance or two, the puck's out. Tampa's doing very well in this first period to get the, the pucks out. And the Blues on the defensive side, I thought, played pretty good in the first period. So both teams kind of filling each other out, both goalies being hot. I mean, just on fire in this first period. Uh, we go into the second period, tied at zero. Fun game, though. You know, I know the NHL wants these six to five games, five to four games. Guys, I love these type of games. It has you on the edge of your seat if you go to the game. If you're watching it, you're on the edge of your recliner, the edge of your couch. You're spilling your beer. You're spilling your soda. You know, It's just a fun game. And I hope the NHL doesn't get rid of these type of games and try to force it to be these high-scoring games. But anyway, back to the game. Zero to zero tie after one. It would continue to be that way, and Tampa would put the pressure on Jake Allen early in the second period. And Jake, just like Vasilevsky in the first period, would have to come up with some big saves. And I mean huge saves to keep it 0-0 zero to zero early in the second period. That was 45 seconds of zone time, J.K. Now Strawman comes in. And a save by Jake Allen. The rebound was loose there for a moment. And now Kucherov a pass in front of shot. Saved by Allen again. And the rebound knocked to the near boards. Great save by Jake. Just an excellent save. Kucherov couldn't get past him. Putting some pressure on him. Blues had a little bit of sustained pressure before that. But uh, just great for Jake to do that. It would go back and forth in the second period until finally one of the teams would get on the board and sad to say it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. But it was a, a good goal, guys. Uh, Johnson went down on uh, Jake's uh, stick side. And I don't know why, but uh, when Bertuzzo came over, he came over towards Johnson. And Johnson just let a little shot go. And Jake Allen had his five hole wide open. I mean, I've not seen this in a long time with a goalie doing that. Even when the pressure's on the other end of the ice, his five hole was wide open. And it didn't take much for him to put it right through there to give Tampa the lead in the second period, one to nothing. Look at Jeb around to Johnson. Board with a step. There they score! The Lightning connects on the power play. Game's first goal at 8.20. This one's going to go to Tyler Johnson. I'm not sure who it hit in front. I don't know if it just went off of Jake Allen on a weird angle, but Tyler Johnson saw something. The defenseman moving or whatever it was, the right side of your screen is where Johnson will be. Bortuzzo's number 41 for St. Louis Blues. He comes out to him, but Johnson just saw something. It looked like he was trying to go five hole all the way. Allen has his legs spread way apart. Maybe that's what he saw. Yanni Gord is poised and ready with his stick on the ice. Tyler Johnson just saw a big old fashioned five hole there. Big old fashioned five hole indeed. Uh, I think you could have fit a semi truck between Jake's legs there. I mean, that was a mistake on Jake Allen right there. I'll give you that. He played good the rest of the night, but that was a big mistake. And those were the kind of mistakes that were haunting him uh, last year. He'd leave the five hole open too much and uh, pull himself away from the post a little too much. And they'd sneak one in uh, on the edge there on the post. First big mistake I've really seen Jake make uh, this year. Uh, just a bad, bad goal to give up. And it would hurt the Blues later on. But a big goal for Tampa. 
That would be Tyler Johnson's second goal of the year. Sergeyev's uh, second assist, points, fifth assist, eight minutes and 20 seconds into the second period. Power play goal, and Tampa's up one to nothing. The rest of the period, back and forth. That's the best way I can explain it. Jake would make a save, and then um, Vasilevsky would make a save. Just back and forth, back and forth. And uh, Tampa did put a lot of pressure on Jake, and Jake was able to weather the storm. And with about four minutes and 20 seconds left, Jake had to come up with another big save to keep this game close, to give the Blues a possibility to come back and win it about midway through the second period. He leaves it for Hedman. Hedman a pass in front. And a save by Alan Smother it. Here's the play by Hedman. Plays it in front. Goes off the skate blade there, and Jake Allen's trying to get on his stomach and cover that sucker. Well, Jake was finally able to get that puck and uh, did not allow anything. So going into the third period, the Blues are just down one to nothing. Uh, I think I think Tampa's played well, and the Blues have played actually well. The mistake by Jake Allen, you know, has cost him by leaving his five hole open. But when you go into a third period and you're only down one to nothing, you've got a chance to come back and win this game, especially when you have a defense that can score like the Blues do. And you've had you've got guys that can snore like Shin and Schwartz and Tarasenko and Stasny. Uh, you know, just the list goes on. So it's not bad for the Blues to be down one to nothing. You wish they'd be better, but you know they're going to come out pretty good in the third. And I thought they came out decently in the third. I think they had some intensity in the third period to try to come back and win this game. And one thing I like about this team, whether they're ahead, which they've been ahead most of the time until the Panther game, you know, they just don't act like they're they're panicking, which is nice to see. They would go into the third period playing hard. That hard work would not uh, end up helping them in the beginning. They would actually give up another goal to Tampa, and Tampa would take the lead two to nothing on this uh, great goal by Kucherov. Play at center. Stamp goes flicks it ahead. Here comes Kucherov cutting it. He scores. The string between Stamkos and Kucherov just continues. They work together so well. They throw it into spaces. They're supporting each other. But watch Kucherov control this bouncing puck. On the backhand, we saw him score a brilliant goal, top shelf on the short side. Last time, he had a chance coming in from the blue line. And this time, he changes it up. Just rips a low one, catches Allen, the goaltender, moving across. Allen, I'm sure, saw the video of what Kucherov did last time. And from the looks of the way he played that, he was looking top shelf on the short side, and Kucherov beat him on the far side. What a-, a scorer's goal by uh, Kucherov. Great pass from Stamkos, who got the pass from Nemistikov. And uh, not much you're going to do on that, especially when you let a guy like Kucherov get behind you. And he had that extra step. And Jake was playing the one side, thinking he was going to go that side. And... Uh, Went totally opposite. Jake was fooled on that one. But that's a goal scorer's goal. Guys like uh, Kucherov, Tarasenko, Ovechkin, on those type of goals, you're not going to stop them. You, if you do stop them, you're going to be lucky. You're going you're gonna to let 9 out of 10 of those go through. That's just the way it is. And they take a 2 uh, to nothing lead. That would be Kucherov's fifth goal of the year. Stamkos, six assist, and Nemestikov's third assist of the year, six minutes and 27 seconds into the third. Tampa Bay getting a little more comfortable with a two to nothing lead. The Blues are looking for some effort from their big men. It's the big guys that come up for you big in these type of games when you're close and you've played a good game 
And they needed a big game from Shin, from Schwartz, Tarasenko, those type of guys. And they needed their defense to start getting more involved and started to get some more sustained pressure on, on Valeski. Uh, you know, they've got to do that. They were able to do that late in the third, and it paid off. And it would be the combo of Shin, Schwartz, and uh, Tarasenko that would get the Blues on the board and cut the lead to 2-1. to one. And Tarasenko cuts to the middle. And a shot, and he scores! What a rocket! Nobody knew it was in, and Tarasenko with an absolute missile. And it's 2-1. to one. Well, give the coaching staff credit there for that little change. And Tarasenko, all he needs is is one quick move to the left, and the goaltender Vasilevsky, much like the first shot on goal that hit the crossbar, Vasilevsky does a move. Nice play by Alex Petrangelo, who moves that puck to Shen. Schwartz, Tarasenko in the net, and a delayed reaction. Other than seeing the red light behind the net, one of the few times on the rush that the Tampa Bay Lightning backed off, and there was space between Braden Colbert. Yeah, Tarasenko had uh, Vasilevsky uh, beat in the first period and it hit off the irons and you know you, you, you know a guy gets frustrated but it's nice to see him uh, come back and beat uh, Vasilevsky finally in this third period to get the Blues on the board that'd be Tarasenko's fourth goal Schwartz's sixth assist man Schwartz is playing great this year it's gotten some new life being teamed up with Shen Shen gets his fourth assist what a great trade how many people if I'd have told you at the end of last year we could get Braden Shen for Yori Laterra and uh, a draft pick, how many people would have said, no, Ron Hextall's not going to do that. There's no way we're going to get Braden Shin. No way. I probably would have been one of those people. So when they did it, man, I praise Doug Armstrong. I've been hard on Doug Armstrong. But, man, when he does well, he does well. And that Braden Shin trade, I think, is going to be the best trade he's, he's really ever made as a Blues GM. So uh, the Blues are on the board 2-1. to one. They put a little more pressure on late in the game. You thought they might get that last goal, but uh, it just was not meant to be, and uh, they lose this game 2-1. to one. Let's go ahead and go over the uh, game recap and see uh, the exact stats, and it'll kind of tell you more on why the Blues lost this game and why Tampa won. Uh, the Blues fall to 4-2-0 with their second loss in a row after winning their first four. Tampa improves to 4-1. Shots on goal, the Blues had 29, Tampa had 27. Nice to see the Blues cut down on the shots. Very nice to see. The Blues, if they can allow under 30 shots a game, I think they're going to win most games. This was just one of those games just really close. The Blues were 0-3 for 3 on the power play. Tampa was 1-2. for 2. The Blues need to improve on the faceoffs. Faceoffs need to get a little bit better. Uh, the Blues were at 41%. And uh, the Lightning were at 59%. Tarasenko got his fourth goal of the year. Schwartz got an assist. Shen played it, got an assist. Allen made 25 out of 27 saves and really played a good game. Johnson had a power play goal, uh, his second goal of the year. Kucherov had a goal, his his fifth goal of the year. Stam Coast had an assist. Point had an assist. And Nemesnikov had an assist. And Vasilevsky made 28 out of 29 saves. The Blues overall played a good game. You know, it's just one of those tough games. And like I said, I think they needed to put more pressure on a sustained pressure. They got some pressure on Vasilevsky, but they didn't have a lot of sustained pressure throughout the game. Let's go ahead and uh, head to the post-game interviews where we hear from Blues goalie Jake Allen, Sammy Blay, who was called up, and I thought played an excellent game. And, of course, Coach Mike on uh, the loss against Tampa and moving forward. Yeah, you know, they're uh, a very good offensive team. They're similar to Florida, I think, in a lot of aspects. 
you know, they've, uh, they've some stars over there. And, you know, I thought we did a pretty decent job tonight, but, uh, you know, uh, just couldn't get one there at the end. I know, I know you guys, we got a lot of guys lamented the defensive play a couple nights ago. Do you feel like you were, you were tighter and better in the zone tonight? I thought we had a lot of turnovers. Be honest, um, you know, uh, as in a group, zone, in zone, yeah, we were all right. We kept them, kept them the outside, but you know, I think we gent, we we gave them a lot of chances to come at us in the neutral zone, and that's where a team like this is really, really good. And they can pick up speed, three quarter ice, and just attack and come down your throat. So I think, uh, you know, we, we had spurts tonight, but uh, you know, it was just a little too late. After a good start on this road trip with two wins, got a demoralizing end to it. Not demoralizing. No, I said, I'm looking uh, for a different term, word, but I couldn't but come up with one. Just you feel free yeah, to use two it. losses. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're we're, at, we're four and two right now. We're doing all right. Uh, you know, we have a long way to go. We definitely took a step backwards, I think, a little bit. But uh, you know, we have a good good little break. We had a couple days here now, which is nice, and get home and get regrouped. And uh, no big test against the Hawks there, first time this year. So you know, we'll get back. We'll get a get to, get home, get rested, and get ready to go. Jake, you, you had a lot of games here in a short amount of time. So yeah. is, that, is that you need a little bit of rest? Uh, I, mean, I know it's I early think so. in the year, but yeah, I think so, and it gives us you know a chance to get a little bit healthy again and maybe get some new bodies back in the lineup. Uh, we'll see where that that goes, and um, you know it, some of these guys is their first real real shot in the league too. You know, and it's a lot to take in right away, and uh, I think it'll give them a couple days to you know recoup and get us going again. Yeah, it was a good moment for sure in front of my family and. I've been dreaming of that for all my life, and t today was a very exciting day for me. And uh, I think uh, I did I did pretty good for my first NHL game. Did you feel like you looked like you had some good scoring chances there in the first period? Yeah, too. I, had a, I had a couple of good chances. I didn't capitalize, but uh, no, it was uh, it was a couple of good chances. I played with really good players, so it helped a lot. So you had that one play, moving the ball, the puck up the boards to Schwartz, and then he got it back to you for a yeah. Chance yeah, it, it was a good good play. I, I just missed. I think I missed the net on. The, I think I missed the net on that one, but. Uh, uh, no, it was a very fun play with these two two very good players, and uh, I'm going to remember that night all my life. Jitters yeah. out there at all at the start, or how uh, calm? No, more in the warm-up, but when I got my first shift out of the way, I think uh, I just played my game, and uh, it went pretty pretty good. In all honesty, there there was a stretch in the second period, kind of the second half of the second period, where we started to get away from our game, but really before that, there was large chunks where we were controlling the play, controlling the puck. Uh, thought that we uh, we started to make a couple of really loose plays with the puck. Uh, we lost a little patience in the game that we needed to play against that team. Uh, next thing you know, it turned into some momentum for them, and then obviously a penalty, and next thing you know, you're chasing the game, and that changes the complexion of the game right there. So uh, I, I like that uh, that the guys kind of re you know uh, refocused going into the third period. Uh, they didn't quit all night. They battled really hard. Uh, we know that's not enough. Um, but, you know, we had a number of quality chances. We made it way too easy on their goalie tonight. Um, you know, right down to the end of the game when we're getting shots and we're standing off the side of the net, it's hard to score in this league when good goalies are seeing pucks. Um, you've got to take away their eyes. You've got to get more traffic. That's what creates more rebounds. That's what creates more second chances. And uh, and we, we need more of that mentality. We don't have enough of it. The second chances or the... The big thing that's missing. Yeah, uh, you know what? Even even Vladdy's goal. You look at uh, he doesn't see it because we got a good net drive. So we need uh, we need to be more direct to the net. There's no question about that. Um, definitely a winnable game for us. Uh, you know, we did a lot of good things. Like I said, we we had a couple two on ones that we missed the net. 
net on and uh, and we, we had some some pretty good opportunities that we didn't capitalize on and and we defended hard that's a, let's not kid ourselves that's a good hockey team over there I think we gave up eight scoring chances in the game that we you know uh, by by our first count and limited them in, in shots we had some good zone time but in the end uh, you know not not a complete of enough of a game and not direct and firm enough in the offensive part of our game. Mike, are those too many men penalties? Are those ones that kind of drive you the craziest yeah. when they happen? Yeah, we, I mean, and, and a lot of it is our play with the pockets awareness. And, uh, you know, it's not it's it's not a missed assignment. It's just, uh, you know, an awareness of where the puck is. And, and obviously, we spent a lot of time talking about their transition, their counterattack game. Um, so we talked about changes before the game and the importance of them. It looked like Eddie was frustrated at himself for that led to the second goal. Did, what did you see there? That you felt like he could have made a play there. The well, I, I think I think it kind of mirrors. You know, Eddie when he's on top of his game, he's big, he's physical. Um, you know, he, he's on his toes, he's aggressive and assertive, um, and uh, and that's what he did first in the playoffs. And and uh, you know, he, we need that from him all the time right now. He's he's got to be a presence back there. Um, you know, and uh, when he does that, he's a, he's a, a nightmare for teams to play against. The uh, defensive pairings was that just part you were talking this morning about? You need all the edges you could get. When well, we're, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there was a lot of switches going on in the game, especially once we got down there. So, um, you know, on a positive, Dunner had another really good game for us. I thought Blazers' debut was uh, was really good. You know, again, there's some things without the puck, uh, you know, that uh, that we have to be careful of because they could have turned into some goal chance, uh, some goals against. Uh, but he did a lot of really good things with the puck, and that's a that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good debut for a young kid. Looked like he had a couple of great scoring chances in that first period too. Yeah, that's 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 what he does. That's that's the knack that he has. He finds himself in those situations. Um, he reads how plays develop, and and uh, and he has the ability to to you know he had he had three good quality shots tonight, and I think he'd like to hit the net on the one, but uh, but I think he kind of was thinking pass before that. But uh, but again, I, I'm pretty pleased with uh, with him and. and and the poise that he showed and the ability to go out there and create some offense. Yeah, Coach Mike is dead on. Uh, you know, they didn't have enough sustained pressure and they got loose with the puck, but it, it wasn't terrible. You know, it can be improved on. But I was really impressed with Sammy Blay. And guys, it's not Blaze, it's French, it's Blay. Uh, the S is silent. <laughs> I keep hearing people call him Sammy Blaze. Hey, you want to call him that? Go ahead. It's Sammy Blay. But if you want to call him Blaze, as long as you're calling him something, I'm sure he's happy just to be up in the NHL and playing for the big team. Uh, I hope he continues to improve. And for the coach to say how impressed he was with him, you know he had to be. He had two shots on goal, two or three. And they were quality chances, really quality chances. And a lot of times, like Coach Mike said, those type of players, they're nervous and they want to dish off first. But I'd like to see him shoot. He's got a great shot. And He's going to be a great NHLer, guys. He's going to be very, very good. I see him as a 25 to 30 goal guy eventually. He's going to be that type of guy, I believe. He's got the tools. It's just if it's going to come to him. So great to see that from the young guy. The Blues, after winning the first four, lose their net last two. And I know there's a lot of panicking people, people wanting to start Carter hunting, people wanting to do this, ask him when Steen and Berglund's going to come back because they're going to solve the issues. Guys, those type of players play their game. Uh, Berglund and Steen are veterans, and uh, they make mistakes too. So don't think bringing them back is going to solve any of the Blues issues. Uh, you know, you may have a little steadiness from them, but uh, Steen, Steener makes mistakes, mistakes and Berglund makes mistakes. So the Blues just got to keep moving forward. You know, it's a long season, like I say, every podcast. 
And uh, they're four and two. I mean, six. If you can win four out of every six games, guys, for the rest of the season, would you be happy? Uh, I think I would, because the Blues would get a, a probably in first or second place, and they're in the Western Conference. So uh, let's not be uh, too sad about this and look forward to their next game, which of course we know is against their rival Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, let's we'll see how good the Blues really are and how good the Blackhawks are. Blackhawks have been playing well, but the Blues have been playing well. That game will be at 7 o'clock Wednesday, so the Blues have a couple days off. Then after that, the next night, they got to head to Colorado, and nobody was picking Colorado to be anything but a basement dweller in the Western Conference. I thought they'd be a little bit better than they were last year. And no, not because they got Niall Yakupov. That's not why I thought they would be better. I just thought their young goalies goalies would be a, a year older, a little bit better, uh, more confident. And their young players would be more confident so far this year. They have been. And Duchesne is not letting this whole issue of trade get in his way. Then after that, they go to the first time for Vegas on the 21st. And then they come home against Calgary the following Wednesday. So if you want to go see the Blues, uh, your latest, your best chances are going to be this Wednesday coming up the 18th and the 25th. And then they go to Carolina on the 27th. And then go to Columbus on the 28th and out to L.A. on the 30th. And that ends the month of October. I want to thank everybody for joining me on this episode of the Drop Podcast. I want to thank lineupmedia.fm. Guys, go check their website out. That's lineupmedia.fm. They're the ones that to help get my show out to you guys, and they do a lot of hard work for the Drop Podcast and for other podcasts. There's something on their website you'll like uh, if you don't like sports. Uh, there's something there for everybody, men, women, uh, kids, you know, older kids. And uh, check them out, please, lineupmedia.fm. There's a couple other hockey podcasts, baseball podcasts, football, everything you'd want to see there. Again, thank you for joining me, Lance Descott, on the Drop Podcast. Until next time, stay safe and let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.